Blog Talk Radio. Well, it's time for Startup Office Hours. Again, welcome, 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 my friends all over the world. It's time to talk about startups. I'm Scott Fox. I'm your host, CEO of the Startup Council, serial internet entrepreneur, angel investor, um, man about town, and here to help you um, move your startup farther, faster, raise money better, more cost efficiently, and um, really answer the questions, hopefully, that uh, you've been working on. You know, it's hard to get straight answers from venture capital investors. It's hard even to find the right investors these days. And valuations have crashed. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but there's a lot of dry powder out there in the market, which is the phrase for uh, capital that's sitting on the sidelines. And there's still lots of opportunity for early stage entrepreneurs if you're willing to work really hard, build a great team, and satisfy a lot of customers. So today we're going to talk about this on Startup uh, Fundraising Office Hours. I'm happy to see you. We're here once a month on the fourth Tuesday of the month, and this is a free session here from my office uh, at lunchtime at Southern California, and I'm here to give you the benefits of my decades of experience in this market. Um, there's a lot of uh, advice out there, uh, way more than when I got started, honestly, so you'll do just fine reading a lot of blogs, uh, but you really need somebody sometimes to get specific. And that's what we're here about, right, to answer some specific questions. So if you have a question you'd like to discuss, um, please come in and join me. Let's, uh, let's show you how to do that. Let's see. Um, there we go. Here's the on-camera link. You can go to bit.ly, bit.ly, slash startup office hours camera. Um, and you want to join me backstage, we'll put you on camera and um, answer your questions. We'll also have questions coming in, of course, from around the world, um, from startup founders all over the place, as well as some investor friends of mine usually drop by. And to do that, we're going to have you join me in the chat. And the chat here is available on LinkedIn and on YouTube. And if you have something to say, we'd be happy to hear from you. Especially what I'd like to hear, of course, is um, your advice. Honestly, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I don't know everything. Uh, I'm just kind of the convener here. So when some of our guests ask questions and you have a good idea, a way to respond to that, well, please chime in. I don't, I, like I said, I don't have all the answers. Uh, while we're doing the qualifications, this is not qualified legal or financial advice. This is just for fun and hopefully educational. Really, this is an educational opportunity for you. I don't have all the answers. Like I said, I don't have a gazillion dollars. I'm not investing in you guys. Well, I guess I am in a personal capital sense, but not in a financial capital sense. If you want me to invest, you've got to look at my website. There are ways to do that. But this is really about helping you through knowledge sharing. And again, not just me, but you to each other as well. So come on in and say hello to each other. Oh, it looks like it's working on LinkedIn. That's great. We had some trouble last month. So LinkedIn user, hello from Irvine. <laughs> That's near, right near where I live here in Southern California. Um, by the way, this session is being recorded, so don't say anything too confidential. Um, of course, you've got to give us some details or we won't know what the hell you're talking about. But um, if you want to share, please do that. Uh, again, here's that link to join me on camera. And... Um, Let's see, what else? Um, oh, invite your friends to join us. We're just getting started here. We'll be here for about an hour. So the easiest place is on YouTube, uh, YouTube slash Scott Fox. That's me. Um, and I'm happy to have you join us there. And the uh, chat will show up here, as you can see, uh, over here. We've got some chats coming in. Looks like a couple folks from YouTube as well. Artem from L.A. Hey, Artem. Nice to, hey, Athena, nice to see you. Mookie. Hey, Mookie. And uh, where are you from, Mookie? We don't know. You didn't say where you are, but we'd be happy to hear from you. And... Let's see. 
Uh, while we're going, the, the way I'd love your help here is liking and subscribing and commenting, right? It's a social media world we live in. We're all dominated by these algorithms, right? And I need your help. I do this for free. I'm a volunteer. I uh, like your help. If you can uh, show a little love and, you know, smash that like button and all that stuff. So uh, please do invite your friends uh, to come on over and post your questions, and we'll get going, okay? So, uh, all right, here's some folks. Uh, another one from Irvine. Here's from Mrs. Brown Bombshell in Maryland and uh, Easy Visa. Excellent. Uh, EPV is looking for angel investors. That's a pretty common one. Yes, we can talk about that. Next pitch from Culver City. Hello from the North Shore Skydiver. Wow, Hawaii. That sounds like fun. And uh, hi from Oxford. Gyeongji, Oxford, England? Oxford, uh, Ohio? Oxford? There's lots of Oxfords in the world. Gyeongji, fill us in. Demokos. Nice to meet you. And if you guys want to come on stage with me, please do. Um, click that link there, type that in, and you can, you know what, I'll put that in the chat. That's usually the easier way to do that. Here, here's that link. And I want to share just a little news with you first there. There's the chat, uh, the uh, on-camera link, okay? So good to see everybody. New Jersey, hey there. Deepak from India. Hey, Deepak, thanks for staying up in the middle of the night for joining us. Um, so a couple news points. Just uh, I get a lot of questions, a lot of emails um, about valuations. Right? So let's talk about valuation a little bit because everybody's scared and with good reason. The, the market has crashed. Every market has crashed, right? There's so much going on. Uh, we've got the fears of recession, interest rates, inflation, this war in Ukraine, um, lots of drama and uncool stuff happening, right? And it's driving markets down. So what does this mean for early stage investors? Well, everybody's got a theory. Nobody really knows, right? Nobody really knows. Um, but I have some, some statistics to share with you. Um, that might be a little bit of, uh, might be helpful a little bit. Um, let's see. Um, and these are as follows. Now, this is a month old, so I, it's not uh, terribly, terrifically on point right this moment, but the trend is, is correct, okay? So CV Insights is a big research company, uh, and they released a tech valuations report about a month ago. Um, series A, Series B, and Series C venture capital investments have been hit the hardest in their valuations lately, with valuations dropping by 14%, 16%, or 10% for seasons, respectively, right? So Series A, most of us are early stage here, so we're talking about a 14% drop in your valuation. So, for example, if you were thought your company was worth $10 million and you're raising money, it might be worth 14% less than that, $8.6 million, right? Um, so I would be respectful of that investors are getting hurt, right? A lot of us have assets in different places, including the public stock market. And the public stock market, especially if you're a tech and growth stock investor like me, we've gotten hammered, right? Things have gone down like 50, 60, 70%, right? Bam! So we have less money. That means you get less money from guys like me. So you've got to be realistic about this and probably adjust your valuation. Now, that's bad news, okay? Um, deal deal um, volume has dropped. Average deal size has dropped, et cetera, et cetera, okay? So lots of bad news. But I'm a fairly optimistic guy. Those of you who've been on this show, uh, watched the show before, or read, or read my books. Like these are my books over here, right? Um, if you've read my books or know me or listen to my podcast, um, I'm optimistic because I think entrepreneurs are the most positive force for change in the world, right? We solve problems. We get out there. We do things. We put our, our butts on the line. We work harder than anybody else. And we solve problems, and that's what the world needs. And by the way, that's why I do this show, is because I think that we, and I mean you, all the folks in the chat room, everybody reading my books and the blog, cat, the blog cast, the blog and the podcast, all of that is together we can make a difference. But anyway, 
So the good news is, and that's why I want to come back to some good news, there is an enormous amount of dry powder on the sidelines. VCs have continued to raise money. So they have a ton of what they call dry powder, meaning like gunpowder that they haven't exploded yet, um, sitting waiting for the right deal. Okay, so this is kind of like, you know, when, when gas prices go up and they get, you know, $4, $5, $6, and then oil prices drop, but gas prices don't come down quite as fast, right? Because the oil industry and the gas stations, they like to make that money, right? So there's like a hangover. Well, that's kind of what's happening here, but in a better way. The VCs are still raising tons and tons of money, and I mean VCs, angel funds, angel syndicates, um, private equity investors, lots of money. In fact, well, I saw the number here, $290 billion uh, sitting on the sidelines right now. It's a record, right? There's a billions, right? Um, that's almost a, a third of a trillion. I mean, this is a really large amount of money sitting waiting for the right deal. So this is a little bit of a hangover. Like the times were really good and they all had their fundraising in motion. They kind of, they're closing all those deals, but they're not investing it quite yet because it's dry powder, right? They're waiting for things to come back. And that's your job. That's our job, right? That's why we're doing this today to talk about how you can um, get some of that basically, right? So um, $290 billion. So what's, how are you going to get the, how are you going to get some of that money? Well, here's what we think is happening, right? And I got to give a lot of credit here to John Sakota, who's the founder of a firm called Decibel Partners in Menlo Park. I don't know John, but uh, we're going to be friends on LinkedIn soon, I, I hope. Um, in fact, if you want to find me on LinkedIn, guys, I'm happy to hear from you and connect with you as well. Uh, it's linkedin.com slash Scott Fox author, I think. All right, so here's how to get some of that money, right? The public market correction, as I mentioned already, has made it harder for later stage investors to continue, right, to invest at those high valuations, right? They can't justify it because they don't have a way to get their money liquid again. VCs put money in expecting that three, five, eight years later, the company will go public and they get their money back. If the companies in the public market are valued less, that means that their forecasts are less. So they put their money in, even if they wait the three, five, or eight years, they're going to get back less. So they have to invest at a lower valuation to start. That's what I was talking about at the top of the hour is valuations have come down, and you probably need to adapt to that to be respectful of what they're, what they're feeling and, and honestly to get their attention, right? If you come in with some crazy-ass valuation based on last year's market conditions, nobody's going to take you seriously. You look like an amateur. So what they're looking for is reasonable valuations and a lot more efficiency. Uh, it used to be growth at all costs, like raise money, just spend it, blow the money, blow the money, and try to attract as many customers as possible. Now they're looking more like return to sanity, really, to look at profitability, uh, revenue generation, customer adoption, like actual metrics rather than just go, go, go. Um, so you need to be more conscious of that. Um, well, that's enough. There's, there's probably more of this. But if you look up uh, John Sakoda, S-A-K-O-D-A, at Decibel Partners, and you'd like to hear more about that, thank, you can. And thanks to John for that. Okay, so let's get back to our question. So if you want to join me on camera, um, please do. The link is right there. I think it's up there. And uh, in the background here, we've got Chris and Paul. Uh, let me just say hi to our folks in the chat rooms and uh, remind people this is being recorded, and this is not qualified legal advice. And, oh, yeah, you can join our email list. That's a good idea, too. And, um, and I'm Scott. Okay. So um, let me just run through the chat room here, and then we're going to get to our on-camera guests. Um, let's see. Excited to be here. Hello, 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 hello. Cleveland, Irvine, Maryland, Oxford, India. Uh, okay. 
North Shore skydiver, becoming an angel investor. Sure. Is that, yeah. Come in and come on camera if you can, and we'll have North Shore skydiver. Happy to talk to you about that. Uh, Gyeongji, I don't know how to say that. Gyeongji, uh, I'm sorry, but you're in England. Yes, got it. Nice to meet you. Uh, 118, the panda. What is the best financial metric to use to value your business? Okay, yeah, we can come back to that, but it'd be better if you come on stage. What's the number for seed stage? Can you be more specific, Dean? I'm not sure what you're meaning there. Okay, so let's get backstage. Paul Carafia says, uh, uh, okay, I'm going to turn you guys on. Welcome to this show. Hey, guys. Nice to meet Hi. you. Hey, so this is, uh, that's Paul and Chris. Okay, sorry. Chris, you're next, I guess, huh? Okay, so we'll hang on. To Chris for a moment, and we'll talk to Paul first. All right. Hey, Paul. Nice to meet you. Good to meet you, Scott. Yeah. And where are you? Um, Hawaii. Oh, you're the North Shore skydiver. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, usually when I do this, I, I feel uh, pretty happy about where I live, but now I'm jealous. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So what's, what's going on? Yeah. So I recently um, completed an acquisition. I was in December of last year. Uh, my company, about 25 people, IT consulting firm. Congrats. Really good, good exit. Top of the market, so I'm pretty happy with it. Great timing. Uh, however, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good timing. However, you know, I'm I am looking about like what to do to do next, and um, you know, a lot of you know professionals and CEOs I've talked to are are recommending angel investing. So I was wondering if you could give me guidance on you know where where to start, what organizations I should look into, and sure. Obviously, I live in Hawaii, so um, you know, it's not super robust here in Hawaii. There are a few options, but I'm wondering if there are options on the West Coast that I would still cater to somebody like me. For sure. Yes. Well, that's a great question. I'm glad to hear. Uh, congrats, by the way. I mean, you know, everybody in the chat room, give him a round of applause. This is who we all want to be, right? <laughs> the guy sold his company at the top of the market and lives in Hawaii. Good job. Um, nice to meet you. Um, so you guys, you can do it, right? Here's a, here's a living, living example. All right. So angel investing. Angel investing is fascinating. So there's lots of ways to do this, as you know, right? But just to give everybody a little catch up, um, the easiest way to do it is to just start writing checks to people you meet. That's a recipe for losing a lot of money, right? Because you only meet the people you meet. Um, and depending on your circles, you're only going to meet those people, right? And then you start putting money in. And you've got to be honest with yourself. Angel investing is like a three, five, eight, ten year uh, plan, right? And um, one of the biggest investments that, uh, I mean, the most successful investments that a group I'm involved with that I'll talk about in a minute, uh, that we have took 17 years, right? So I did, wasn't in that one. I was, I was still an entrepreneur then, um, but it took them 17 years, right? So this is a long-term plan. You don't want to just invest in the people that you meet at the coffee shop uh, or your nephews or nieces, right? So there are organizations, absolutely. So the one I'm involved in is the largest angel group in America. It's called Tech Coast Angels. And we're founded here in Southern California, uh, but we have members all over the world uh, and even subsidiary, like kind of franchised chapters in other uh, locations. So techcoastangels.com is the URL. Um, and they're good friends. I'm, they're good friends of mine. I'm very active in the group. Um, and we, we do lots of lots of deals. Uh, and it's not just tech, it's any reasonable opportunity. And the best part about it, uh, whether it's TCA or any number of other groups, is that as an angel member, you get to sit in on the screenings and you can, it's like any other um, organization, you can get as involved as you want. It's a volunteer group essentially. Um, but you can listen to the pitches and then the even better part is you listen to the questions that the other angels ask because they tend to be experts in their field, right? And when you're in a room with 40, 50, 100 other angels, anything that comes in as a presentation, somebody's going to have expertise. 
uh, and it's a wonderful way to learn. Um, my personal journey has been that um, I used to be charmed by med tech and life sciences companies, but I know nothing about them. So I invested in some, and I learned to shut up and listen to the guy, all the doctors in the room ask the questions, right? And that's the, the best way to do it. So I would recommend a group. Uh, Tech Coast Angels is a great one. There's a National Angel Capital Association, the ACA. Um, they could put you in touch. There's probably a directory uh, on the ACA website uh, that would list things in Hawaii, I would think. I'm aware of at least one co-working space in Honolulu. You're North Shore, so you're, you're on Oahu? Yeah, I'm on a lot of them. Yeah, well, there's a, there's, I just happened to be on the mailing list for a place called The Hub. I don't know much about it, but I got on the mailing list somehow, and they host events for startups and stuff. And it's really nice to meet people in person, right, sometimes, <laughs> not just all Zoom. So you could build a, a personal network there. Uh, interesting that, you know, Hawaii is not a huge market, as you obviously know, but there could be a real opportunity there for an angel group because you do have enough people that they're, should be at least a few entrepreneurs making some interesting things happen. And especially if you're not restricted to tech, you know, if you want to do hospitality or lifestyle or, you know, recreational sort of stuff around the tourist industry, that seems an obvious, an obvious fit. Um, and then, let's and, see. And sorry, what was the name of that, uh, that national association? The what was it called? Angel Capital Association, ACA, Angel Capital Association. Uh, and, and you mentioned West Coast, so I don't, uh, TCA is the one I'm involved in. There are, if you want to do somebody on the West Coast that's closer to your time zone, TCA, like I said, we're very large, uh, but there are funds in, um, in uh, San Diego, uh, San Francisco, L.A., uh, there's, uh, Seattle has a bunch of angel groups, you know, so there's, there's lots of them if you Google a bit. Um, do, you all, do you all meet in person? We do, yeah, but we also do virtual. It used to be ver uh, in-person only. Um, but now, you know, because of the COVID, we all got much better at Zoom and everything, so there are virtual memberships, and, in fact, TCA implemented that uh, two or three years ago when we were in the pandemic. So we do have members call in all the time from Northern California, Seattle, the East Coast, whatever. So you could come in from Hawaii quite easily if you, if you wanted. Uh, in fact, you know, I, I, well, if you want to message me, I can invite you as my guest sometime and have you just, you know, check it out because it's not free to join and it, you know, there's, <laughs> it involves some money. <laughs> awesome. That sounds good. How, how do I message you? Uh, go to scottfox.com and there's a contact form. That'd be the best way. While I'm speaking to organizations, I realized I wear, I'm wearing a T-shirt today. I can't quite see. There we go. So this is more, this is Startup Grind. This is a wonderful organization uh, that I used to be the director of here in Orange County, California. Can you see that? Startup Grind, yeah. Okay, so Startup Grind is a group, and this isn't for angels so much, but it is um, for entrepreneurs. And it's also for angels that you want to meet a lot of, um, a lot of founders, right? And one of the best ways to develop as an investor, you need to develop your filter, essentially, right, to the good from the bad. And if you want to go um, to a startup grind, uh, they have chapters in, like, 100 countries. And it's all free for entrepreneurs. It's underwritten by – used to be by Google, and maybe it's Microsoft. Now I've lost track. But anyway, they have an annual conference uh, both on the West Coast and also in England. And they have members from everywhere. I was at their last conference a couple years ago in Redwood City, and I was sitting next to a guy on my left was from Ireland, a guy from my right was from Chad. I wasn't even sure where Chad was, right? I mean, this is truly global. It's really interesting and inspiring to meet entrepreneurs from all over the world. So I recommend it to all of you in general, but also to our new friend Paul here uh, as an interesting organization to get involved in, just because you see a lot of startups and can help you develop your filter in terms of what, you know, you are interested in investing in and the right questions to ask and so forth. So, um, yeah. Oh, sorry. There's another one. Angel University. Angel University. There's a, a popular angel investor named Jason Calacanis. 
Uh, I'm looking off camera here because I have his book here somewhere. Uh, too many books. All right, anyway, I can't see it. But and, uh, he wrote a book called Angel. Uh, but they offer a um, free angel university, or maybe it's $100 or something, um, that trains people how to be angel investors, right? And that runs, they run a cohort or two every year, and you can go through that, uh, and that can be useful as well. That's is this angel.university? I'm not sure what the URL is. It's been a few years since I participated. All right, so, okay, let's give some in the chat room. Yes, uh, AngelList, that's right, Rustav, yes, uh, Rustam, sorry, nice to see you, Rustam. Uh, yeah, AngelList, of course. AngelList is the um, the largest uh, clearinghouse, essentially, of angel investors, opportunities, and uh, syndicates, and even funds these days. And I'm pretty active there as well. That's how I got my start, actually, in angel investing before I joined TCA. Thank you, Rustin. Um, AngelList is a great place to go, and you can follow people and see what deals they're doing, and you can get on mailing lists and so forth. And uh, that's a great resource. I would look at that as well. All right. So, excellent. Nice to meet you, uh, Paul. Hope to see you again. And uh, congrats on your exit, and everybody uh, support Paul and his angel investing. We need more angel investors. Excellent stuff. Nice to meet you. Okay. So, all right. So, let's, uh, next up is going to be our friend Chris. Chris, can you just type in the chat for a second what it is you want to talk about so I can just work this into our, our, um, our flow here? Let me, okay, let, I want to put the message in for, this is the chat link. Um, Okay. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, Chris. I can't look at the emails right now. Can you just say something real quick into the chat? I just, just general topic, fundraising or personnel or just something. Thank you. Um, okay. So where was I? Um, I want to see if we had other thoughts for Paul. Um, da -da 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 -da. How to subscribe to the emails. Uh, emails are, uh, I'll put that up in a second here. Uh, let's put that here. Got it, Chris. Thank you. Okay. Um, where's the email? There's the email. Um, if you'd like to join us on email, it's a great idea. Then you get notified of these and many other events. Uh, and we're building new services all the time to publicize additional things that are helpful to entrepreneurs. That's really what I'm doing these days with my time. So trying to help you guys. Rising tide lifts all the boats sort of thing, right? Okay. Um, some congratulations there for you, Paul. The name of the organization I mentioned again. I mentioned uh, Tech Coast Angels. I mentioned uh, the Angel Capital Association. I mentioned Startup Grind. I think that was it. Or Angel University. Um, okay. Okay. Close. Can I have a chat as well? Questions and discussion. Yeah, Artem, come in the chat room and um, use that link and we'll get you going. Okay. Okay, uh, sorry, so now we're talking to Chris. Okay, there we go. Hey, Chris. Hey, Scott, how are you? Oh, good, nice to meet you. Where are you calling from? Likewise, um, in your neighborhood, the woods, an hour away from you. Okay, great, nice to see you. All right, so what's on your mind? What can we kick around? So I, I started a, an online marketplace community for the solar industry. Um, it was a, uh, an eight-year project, the website's done. Yeah, uh, oh. it's, a, it's a beast. So it's going to solve a lot of the issues that we're having. So right now I'm you did, trying to figure out. Is it you did send me an email. Sorry. You're, yes, I did send yeah. that email. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So I'm trying to kind of decide, you know, is it better for me to get involved with an accelerator so they can help me, you know, for a fact what I already have and get going? Um, or is it better for me to look for that smart money, you know, money and somebody who understands the, sales side and marketing side independent of the accelerator. 
Yeah. Um, you're obviously a smart guy, and you know there's no right answer. <laughs> but, but, but pros and cons of each, so let's talk about that. Um, accelerators and incubators are wonderful uh, if they can deliver what they promise, right? So um, I would do some real due diligence on what they're asking for in terms of equity. They usually want 5 6%, you know, maybe 10% of your equity and what you're going to get out of it. Uh, I would check references. Um, especially with former founders, because um, every incubator I've ever seen, and, and they're great. Some of them are great. Uh, some, some are not so great, right? They're just like, they're, think of them as a service provider, right? It's like a plumber, right? Is this guy good? Is this guy not good, right? And you want to check references because um, they may be uh, really good in one area. They're really good at SaaS software, but they don't know anything about hardware or vice versa, right? Um, so I would find former entrepreneurs uh, to talk to because every incubator presentation I've ever seen, they put up a slide that shows these are all the companies we've helped and these are all the investors we know that we can introduce you to. But they never put up a slide that says this guy talked to this guy and this gal raised this much from this person to this value. And they never give you the specifics to actually say this has worked these number of times with this kind of bump in valuation, because that's why you're doing this, right? Is valuation increase or, or in, in capital at all, right? And then, but hopefully valuation assistance as well as you grow. So uh, it's definitely a situation where you want to check references. Um, around here, at least, I know that a bunch of uh, the incubators and so forth uh, collapsed during the pandemic because the main thing they were offering actually was office space. And office space is great, right? Because that's hard for uh, founders to get on a short-term basis for a small group and they can't sign long-term leases, right? So it is a valuable thing. But when the pandemic took that away, it turned out that some of these incubators and accelerators didn't, they didn't have much else to offer, <laughs> right? So, so uh, think about that in terms of your equation, right? How much equity and what are you getting, right? Is office space a big deal for you or is it all virtual and that's not part of the equation? You know, things vary. In terms of smart money, um, of course, you always want smarter money, right? Uh, smarter the better, and smart in this context for everybody else means people with connections and introductions and so forth, a lot of the same benefits that the incubators claim to give you. Um, you definitely want that as much as you can. Um, there's no short road to that, though, right? It's you got to build relationships and so forth. Um, I remember your email now. Thank you. Um, and it sounds very interesting. The question you didn't say was whether you have any revenue. Is, are you guys in revenue yet? Uh, no. So we haven't launched the site. Um, everything's done, business plan, marketing plan, finance projections. Uh -huh. Website's done. It took a very long time to get yeah. finished. Um, it's going to solve a lot of problems for the industry. I've been in the industry for 13 years. Uh -huh. And so I just can't wait. It's going to be a monster. But I need somebody who really has, yeah. you know, that marketing sales line who can help get this thing off of the ground and it's going to stop. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, I hope that goes well. That's a long time to build a website. It must be huge. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, so the trick that I would suggest, or not a trick, but it's a sort of biz dev 101 really is um, people, If you, have you started in the investor outreach? Nothing. Nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of resigning from my job right now. Oh, this has been on the side. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. So I have to say, so I have good news, but bad news is everybody else listening, don't do what Chris did. Don't spend eight years building something if you don't have any investors or any customers. This is very, very dangerous, right? Um, I've written whole books about this kind of books, those books. <laughs> um, it's very dangerous, right? So he's quitting his job and he's putting it all on black, I guess, <laughs> right? So that's, if it works, 
freaking fantastic, right? But it is the riskiest way to do this. Uh, my, my, if you watch previous versions of this show, previous uh, sessions, I always talk about talking to customers through the whole way, right? Building interaction. Now, he has industry expertise, so hopefully that substitutes for some of that. So he knows what he's doing, right? But just, this, is, this is not the recommended approach. <laughs> but since we're here um, and he's ready to go, and he seems like a sharp guy, um, what you really need to do is build relationships, right? Investors, it's like sales. You know, people buy from those that they, what's the phrase, know, like, and trust, right? And if they don't know you, uh, they can't like you, and they certainly can't trust you enough to write a check. So you need to start building relationships as soon as you can in a casual, friendly way that is hopefully more um, warm than a knock, 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 hey, do you have any money sort of way, right? Because that's that just annoys every investor, right? Um, and so you need to really think about a business development process. And especially for smart money, the short road to that is um, go to events, either online or in person, you know, start meeting people, joining organizations, coming to things like this, seeing who you can talk to, and really changing from your building mindset to your outreach mindset. Because fundraising is a full-time job. Uh, and it's going to happen repeatedly, right? It's not like you're going to get one round and then you're done, right? Well, as soon as you raise one, you might take a few weeks off, but you're going to be back in the trenches raising another one, right? So this is a new lifestyle for you or for whomever it is you partner with to do this with and for you. Um, but the shortcut here is for you to find people that already know your industry. And I apologize if it seems obvious to you, but um, often when I say this, people, the light bulb goes on. You know, if you go to Kleiner Perkins or Sequoia or Andreessen Horowitz, they're not going to know you from any schmo on the street, right? Um, you need to go to people to, to, who already will give you the benefit of the doubt. That's why people start with friends and family, right? Because they already know you. They may not know anything about the industry, but they know and trust you, right? And very dangerous, again, to take money from friends and family because if it goes away, <laughs> they may not understand why <laughs> and they may not appreciate it. But if you go to people in your industry, um, uh, ideally senior people who may have retired or um, are looking for something to do and have some savings, that's your shortcut to finding angels who they may not know you yet, but they will like what you're doing and they may trust you a lot faster than if you just, you know, cold call some VC firm, right? Um, that's the in-between. Because a VC firm is not going to be interested in you right now unless they're really aggressive because you have no revenue. Most angels aren't going to talk to you either because you have no revenue. The world has moved in this eight years that you've been building. Startups without revenue don't get funded very often anymore. Everybody wants to see market traction. And um, the way to shortcut that, I think, is, is smart money, and it, it hits your smart money point, is, is people with experience who will give you some sort of break because they see and understand the opportunity better than, say, I would because I don't know anything about solar. All right, that was a long, long answer, <laughs> short question. No, I really appreciate it. Was that helpful? Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that, uh, you know, if there's no revenue, not even angels would get involved. Because before, that, that wasn't, it's, it's changed now. Yeah, it, because software is so easy and inexpensive to start, you, know, you can host things in the cloud and you can, you know, developers in, in Ukraine or whatever, like people can spin up ideas now, you know, in a month. Uh, and they want to see traction, and it's so easy to reach people, um, not necessarily to gain their attention or business, but you can at least reach out through LinkedIn and Instagram and TikTok and, you know, Facebook, and it's easy to make noise. And then you can run beta tests and say, you know, we spent $1,000 on marketing, and we got this kind of conversion. Like those kind of early stage metrics are are a minimum, and ideally some of that has already led to revenue, right? So um, it's, a, it's a complicated place that you're in, um, but hopefully you have some industry contacts or friends and family that can get you that initial 
next step. So, yes. cool. All right. Yeah, I hope that's helpful. Um, that's the sort of thing. Uh, I don't pitch my own services much, but if you or other people are listening, I do some private coaching. Uh, if you go to uh, scottfox.com, it's hour. I don't do it for free. I can't. There's too much, too many people. But if you guys want, uh, I think it's $400 an hour or $500 an hour or something like that. I do that rarely, but you might be at an inflection point there <laughs> where, where it might be helpful to you. <laughs> so, okay. Thank you. Uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, nice to meet you, Chris. And um, we'll keep moving on here. Okay. All right. So cool. This is we're doing well here. Um, about halfway through. Thank you all for joining. If you're joining us late, I'm Scott Fox. I'm the CEO of the Startup Council, which is a volunteer uh, community service group, really, that I started to try to help early stage founders like I used to be. Um, I've been building things online uh, since there was an online, and uh, I raised my first venture capital round in uh, 96, 97, uh, and that company failed miserably, blew all my savings and a lot of my families too. Um, hard times, uh, almost bankrupted myself, uh, but I crawled back and grew up with the Internet essentially after I was in grad school at Stanford in the 90s, and a lot of us did that. Uh, and these days I'm still here to tell about it. And in fact, I've told the story and, and helped a lot of people with these books. These three books in the middle are mine. Uh, those are in English. The others are foreign translations. You can see uh, Japanese and Turkish and Russian and Polish and so forth. Um, and if that's helpful to you, they're all online, and I donate the money from those to charity uh, to fund college scholarships back in inner city Detroit where I grew up. So uh, if any of those can be useful to you, please check those out. And uh, again, please, uh, sorry, these are my commercials. Uh, let's see, comments. No, that wasn't the one. This one, liking and subscribing. Please like and subscribe, sharing all that. It helps us reach more people. And that is the idea here, reaching more people, um, trying to get more of you uh, up to, you know, level up, right? Because um, we've got guys like, like Paul and Chris, right? This is exact, this is perfect, right? Smart guys um, who, and gals, right? We haven't had any ladies yet. Hopefully some of these folks in the chat room are ladies. But uh, smart people, but most of us spend our career in a certain area, right? Just like if I went into a hospital, I wouldn't know how to, uh, you know, remove your gallbladder, right? <laughs> I would, you would not want me to do that, right? We all have expertise, but we need to broaden our expertise. If you're the founder of a company and you're trying to raise money, you have to be a product person and a developer, or at least a developer manager. You have to run HR and hire people, and especially you have to manage and attract investors and manage them. And that's a lot of things for any one person to do. Um, so my expertise is on the business side, obviously, um, and uh, I'm here trying to help you guys uh, level up, right? So, um, so that guys like Chris can, can level up on that side, and, and people like Paul who have some money now can can you know figure out how to do that smartly to help and meet the right uh, founders who are all of you. So um, let's talk through the chat room a bit, and we've got a couple more people in the chat room. Um, let's see, uh, da, 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 da. where is you know they make the scroll bars on these? It looks really cool, but it's really hard to come on. Grab that little scroll bar. There we go. Oh, here's my LinkedIn. If you guys anybody's interested in that. You could say hello. Please say hello. Don't just click connect because then I don't. I get a lot of spammy ones, right? As we all do. Um, so please um, give me a, just a little shout out about why you're here. Um, where's that on camera link? Sorry guys, I was trying to. Uh, yeah. Do it that way. Okay. There. Okay. So um, we've got. Um, let's see. KW and Alejandro are backstage. And Artem 
Um, let's see. If you guys could just type, there's a little backstage chat. Just let me know what you, just the one line or what you want to talk about. And KW, you'd have to turn on your camera. Just let me know that you're alive. And then I'll bring you guys on. But let's go through the chat room again. Where was I? Um, okay. So, Gyeonggi from Oxford with uh, my company deals with a great VR project, virtual reality. Where could I find angel investors, especially for this field? Um, great question. AngelList is a good uh, resource that Rustam mentioned earlier. The, uh, people uh, often post what they've invested in, so you should be able to do some sort of search where you can search on keywords, right? Um, there's also, you know, I guess this is a good time to mention this. Um, this is kind of secret, um, but I am launching a service to help you guys, and it's called StartupInvestorsDirectory.com. StartupInvestorsDirectory.com. Uh, very high-tech, fancy name, <laughs> but it does exactly what it says because people ask me this all the time. How do I find investors for this? How do I find investors for that? Because you're right. You don't want to just go out, spray and pray, and attack everybody because you won't find investors in your thing, right? You need to find investors in your thing, in your case, virtual reality. So startupinvestors.com is a new service, and so far we have uh, about 700 uh, investors listed in there with details, including like their email addresses and what they've invested in their portfolios and their addresses and website links and all that stuff, right? And this has been in development for over a year, and it's not free because we've got to recoup. Seriously, I've had people on this for actually it's about a year and a half. Um, but I'm trying to create a resource that helps founders who, to get out there and find investors who are already interested in what you're doing. That's the problem is most people think all investors are the same and they just find some names and they start sending out emails and like, that's not how you do it anymore, right? That spamming is not going to get you anywhere. So um, startupinvestorsdirectory.com and I, I have a beta tester offer. We have a code. Where did I put that? We have a beta tester. Dang it, where is it? Oh, there it is. Okay. Um, if you guys want to try it for free, you can use this code for the bronze level. Those like bronze, silver, gold level, you know, access like on most things. The free code just for this week is friends beta 100. All caps, friends beta 100. F-R-I-E-N-D-S-B-E-T-A-1-0-0. Friends beta 100. And that's for the bronze level membership. So if any of you want to check that out, you can do that. And this is an exchange for your, your feedback, hopefully. There's a survey, a beta tester survey, and you can please fill out the survey. So go ahead, look around, find what you're looking for, your kind of investors, et cetera, et cetera, and then fill out the survey, please. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll get this going. Pretty soon we'll have thousands of investors in there. And this is designed to help um, so that you don't have to, you know, Google everything or pay thousands of dollars to join some of the other services. This is supposed to be founder-friendly. It'd be a couple hundred bucks and you can join and find the investors for your service. Okay, that was a long break, but uh, I hope that's helpful to some of you guys um, at uh, startupinvestorsdirectory.com. Um, let's see, Druvin says, if someone is an idea person and doesn't know how to build apps, what's the fair share for the technical co-founder who would develop this app? Would you agree with 50-50 equity? Also, how can the idea person protect the idea and still be the company's decision maker? I'm looking for someone, a mentor, who can help guide me on that as I'm a first-time founder, I would say, to be founder. Okay, Druvin, nice to meet you. Um, great questions. Um, first of all, a lot of people make the mistake of hiring a CTO right out of the gate. If you have money to hire somebody, 
They don't need to be your CTO. They can just work for you, okay? You don't need to give them 50% of the equity. You just pay them, okay? So, of course, you want to be fair and a good partner and a good friend uh, and give them some share of the upside. But if this is your idea, your company, and especially if you're funding it, they do not need to be the chief anything. They can be um, uh, even, vice, even vice presidents. I wouldn't even say that. Like head of technical or, I don't know, make up something, right? But to be a chief something is a big deal, and you don't give those away lightly, right? Because people won't give them up. Um, to share equity, I, have, I recommend this. This is a book, but there's a website called Slicing the Pie. And this is, can you, it's not focusing. There we go. Perfect equity splits for bootstrapped startups. So um, if you don't have the money to pay somebody, and that's what your uh, question implies, is that um, you are doing it for equity, right? So you're trying to share the idea. Um, this can give you some ideas of how to, how to think about that. And a couple of the key points are nobody gets everything from the start. You vest, meaning you get a piece of what you're going to earn over time. And you have to do that because people get sick. People get married, people have kids, people move, right? Pandemics happen, right? Stuff, stuff happens, and you don't want to just grant everything at once. Uh, and you need to have a discussion, a thorough discussion with this, and lay out who's doing what for how long and what's fair to give to each other. And it's not an easy discussion, but you have to do it, or it will come and kick your ass later. Um, another um, resource that I've, been, I've heard about uh, similar to this is, is comparably.com, comparably.com. Uh, and you might try that as well. So hopefully, hopefully some of that would be useful. Um, it's uh, and protecting the idea. Um, well, you're gonna have to reveal that to your technical partner, right? There's no way to that to do that. And uh, the truth is, you can't protect ideas. Uh, ideas are um, ephemeral. They float in the air and they disappear, right? What you can protect is once an idea is put down in practice, you can protect the app. You can patent things. It's hard to patent an idea, but you can patent the way something works to provide an outcome, um, but you'd need to talk to patent counsel or, or, or trademark counsel or copyright counsel. Uh, all that's under the rubric of intellectual property uh, and, uh, and work through that. Uh, and the best way, of course, as you're implying, is not to tell people, right? That's called trade secret, <laughs> but you're going to have to share it with your partners. Okay. Um, all right, let's get back on camera here. Uh, Alejandro is coming. Uh, okay, wants to talk about business partnerships, it looks like. Hey. Hey, Alejandro. Nice hey. Nice to meet you. Uh, thank, thank you for this page. Yes, nice to meet you. Where are you calling from? I'm in North New Jersey. Okay. New Jersey, right in the New York City area. Oh, right. Excellent. So um, having some trouble with your partners, it looks like, huh? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of the same uh, thing with Dubrin. Uh, um, the, the last company that I have, uh, it was my idea. It was the, the, my company. But I didn't know how to develop like the systems, and I brought a, a partner. And uh, after a year and a half, uh, so we had to shut down the business because we couldn't manage strong issues. Right, right. So I just started a new business in the same field. Uh, it's about uh, visas processing. So we help them, uh, we help people um, get a, a proper visa to travel to, to the U.S. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the business. Okay. We're looking to build, uh, you know, an app and, um, and a website, a really good website. So I need like a funding for, for that. Right. Okay. So what's the question that we can talk about? 
So how can I find an angel investor when my company just literally started like three weeks ago? Right. Okay. Um, it's got to be friends and family. Uh, no angel investor is going to invest if you don't have any revenue and you haven't even built it yet. That, that's unfortunately, I'm, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but that doesn't happen anymore, uh, at least that I'm aware of. Um, that's like the 90s, uh, and even then it was hard. I mean, people always make, the media loves to make it sound like, oh, money is just free, on, you know, just pick it off of trees, right? It's never easy. Um, but uh, you, you're going to have to find friends or family, because it goes back to that no like, and trust equation I was talking about with Chris a few minutes ago. You know, somebody that knows you already will give you a break. Otherwise, like, I don't know you. I mean, you got a nice smile. You seem like a nice guy, but, you know, I, sorry. You know, you got you to gotta show me a lot more than that to, to get me to write a check. And that's true of every investor. Um, so what you need is somebody who's going to give you that benefit of the doubt. So maybe it's somebody that uh, you went to school with or, uh, you know, a rich uncle or, um, like we were talking about with Chris, somebody in that industry, like the visa industry, you know, there's a lot of, you know, I would, if I were you, I would think like, what about attorneys, right? There's lots of immigration attorneys and attorneys tend to have some cash, you know, maybe some of them would be available to talk to you about that. Um, oh, I don't, I don't know, you know, that much about what you're doing, obviously, but you want to think about people who would get it, you know, and like it faster than the average investor because the average investor, again, they don't know you. If you don't have traction, you don't have a product. Sorry, there's too many other things that do have traction and do have products, right? Um, so you've got to figure out how to, how to get over that obstacle. Um, you could also look at AngelList, as somebody mentioned, and look at different categories there, find people who've invested in similar things. Um, and then, uh, again, this startupinvestorsdirectory.com that I'm beta testing now, I just told you about. You're welcome to go in and look around in there and see. Um, the trick there is you... You want to go and search on their portfolio. Oh, okay, maybe this is the trick, actually. Maybe this would help um, Chris and other folks, too. To find investors, uh, one of the best things to do is to find comparable companies, right? So if you can find three or ten companies that are like yours, not identical, obviously. Well, well, if they're identical, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. But, you know, somebody similar um, that has done well enough to raise money, right? And then research who invested in those companies. Right. And then you can say, you know, I, I'm selling bananas and banana company, you know, they went public a few years ago. Who invested in them at the early stage? Because obviously if banana company went public, whoever invested early made a lot of money. Right. Including, in fact, the founders of banana company. Right. They might have moved on now and they're retired. Right. So they're perfect because I'm in the banana business and they made a bunch of money in the banana business. That, that, that's the folks to talk to because they get this. That's the kind of research you want to do. Um, and that's what. You can do on Google and everything, and I'm not trying to push this too hard, but this is why I built StartupInvestorsDirectory.com. So you can go in and look at the portfolios, right? So you say, banana, you can literally do a keyword search, banana company, and it'll show in the portfolios, like what companies, hopefully, you know, the, invest, the database isn't completely built out yet, but it might show, you know, these are three investors all put money into that company. Well, there you go. That's where I would start. So, um, so there you go. Is that helpful? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, thank you very much. Okay, okay. Well, good luck with that. I hope we hear more about it. And uh, come back next month and tell us how you're doing. I'll, I'll be here next uh, fourth Tuesday as well. All right, okay. I will. Thank All right. you very much. Nice to meet you. All right, guys. So um, having fun here. I hope you are too. Uh, we've still got a few minutes to go. If you want to invite your friends, come join us. Um, if you want to join us on camera, I would love to see some females. Uh, this is not an all-dudes show. 
Um, we're ha happy to have women on here as well. Usually we have a bunch. Um, so come on back and use that link and uh, come say hello, ladies. Um, happy to help. Uh, okay, so let's go back in the chat room and see what else we got going on here. Um, Rustam, thank you. You're welcome, Rustam. Nice to see you. You've been here before, so thank you for doing that. Um, well, let me put up, you know, Rustam, I saw that you, I saw you on LinkedIn somehow, right? Did we connect on LinkedIn or something? So um, here's the newsletter. You should all join this newsletter, seriously. Um, but here's my LinkedIn, if you guys want to say hi. Um, and I'm happy to connect, but don't message me there. I get so many messages, I can't hardly respond, right? But I'm happy to connect more by email, right? And you could do that, as I mentioned earlier, through scottfox.com. Um, oh, while you're on LinkedIn, actually, please follow the Startup Council. We're trying to build this audience. And um, all right, let me just leave the news one up there for a minute. Okay, I'm back to the chat. So what else we got here? Um, thank you. I would like your input on raising funds for... NIH recognized medical campus biomedical researchers. Um, that's a great question, LinkedIn user, but I, you got to be more specific. I, I think you should. There's my input. <laughs> you should raise money or you shouldn't. I don't know. Sorry. You got to be more specific. Uh, and you're welcome to come on camera and join me if you want to talk through the specific fact pattern there. Um, would Startup Grind be the best place to start for a software concept? I have the best pitch deck ever, of course, <laughs> Eric. Yes, well said, Eric. Um, Startup Grind is a, um, sure, yes, it's a great place. Um, it's mostly about meeting other founders and building a community around your startup and so that you are supported. Their primary event series in every city around the world is to do fireside chats where they bring in successful entrepreneurs or investors or, you know, people that are relevant role models and talk to them. And then there's a mixer, you know, happy hour sort of thing. And those are just a great way to build your network and find a support group. Um, and um, it can lead to money. Uh, it is not necessarily a pitch competition sort of thing, though, right? So um, just go to the website, startupgrind.com, and uh, see if they're active in your city or what they're doing virtually. And... Uh, see if it fits your needs. It's, uh, I recommend it. Oh, you know, another great one is um, One Million Cups. One Million Cups. And I think it's, I think it's 1MC.com, like the number one, one, MC, one Million Cups. That's a program sponsored by the Ewing and Marion Kaufman Foundation out of Kansas City. And they are uh, national, at least across the U.S., and maybe worldwide now, too. But basically, every Wednesday morning, uh, across the planet, one million entrepreneurs get together and have coffee <laughs> and they do pitch practices and stuff like that. And it's a, it's a really, um, their heart's in the right place. So I would check that out as well. Um, can I post a LinkedIn account? I did. Yes. Um, but uh, you can't really reach me. I'm happy to connect, but um, the, it's better to email me, like I said. Can I suggest some angel investors support education, skill development, job sector startup in early stages? Yes, Abhishek, um, just did a couple times, right? Um, look on AngelList, look at StartupInvestorsDirectory.com, uh, look at uh, companies that are like yours that have succeeded, and then do the research to work backwards and figure out who were their earliest investors. Um, that is the way I would do it. Am I open to mentoring? Yes, I'm mentoring right now, I think. Um, happy to do that. Uh, I do it generally in large groups because that's just only so many hours in the day. Uh, if you'd like, like I said, I do private coaching calls sometimes uh, if they fit in my schedule. Um, and those are a few hundred dollars an hour. Uh, if you have something that you have the money to do that, I'm, I can't guarantee results, right? I'm just here to talk and help. But if that's useful to you, I'm happy to do that. You can sign up um, at privatecoachingcalls.com. 
privatecoachingcalls.com. Um, let's see. Can I add a sports or fitness as a category? That must be on Startup Investors Directory. Perhaps there are... N- yeah, maybe. We'll think about that, Dominic. There's pros and cons on that. Um, I'm launching a game that teaches kids how to develop software. Awesome. Uh, Gyeonggi. Man, I wish I could pronounce your name. Um, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> and Moda Fragrance, you're welcome. And Druven, you're welcome. Uh, about uh, Athena, yes, co-founders. Uh, do a trial project. Excellent, Athena. Thank you. Um, yes, um, whoever I think was Druven uh, talking about co-founders. Do a trial project first. Absolutely. Great, great one there, Athena. Thank you. Um, before you jump in and get married, go out to dinner first, right? And <laughs> do a date or two. Um, you know, it's, it's nice. Everybody wants you know, this feeling of completion. You know, like I need a, a co-founder. I need a tech person. I need a marketing person, whatever it is. I found her. Good, we're done. It's never done. This is life. It's a relationship, right? You have to develop the relationship. And a trial project is excellent suggestion. Um, let's see, bootstrapping, yes. Uh, backstage link again. Um, let's see, we'll do this one more time before we run out of time here. But there we go. Yep. And um, let's see, does an idea person can be a good CEO? Sure, absolutely. The idea person is critical, right? It helps to, um, to do a lot of things. Um, the CEO or a founder, uh, their job, I learned this kind of the hard way, their job is not to do everything. Their job is to build a team that can do everything. And that will be different things at different stages of development, right? At the beginning, it's the idea. It starts there, absolutely. But then you have to be ready and able and willing to grow and change, right? Because you're going to have to let that idea go into the hands of other people who can implement. Uh, Especially if you're not technical, you're going to have to take their advice um, and hopefully find people you can trust um, and, uh, and build it out. And then you will not be, um, you're not going to be the tech lead and the HR lead and the chief financial officer and the head of marketing, you know, all those things at once. Um, honestly, as CEO, your job is really a lot about fundraising. That's why I call these startup fundraising office hours because it's fundraising that drives everything else, right? Um, but as we've talked about a couple of times today, before you get to that, you have to um, get in the market and raise some money, uh, not sorry, uh, get some customers and prove that you're a real company, right? That people want what you're building. That's the critical uh, hurdle these days. Um, okay, so we've got a couple people backstage again. Can you guys, um, uh, can you um, post in the chat room there, uh, Artem and Carlo? Oh, it looks like Carlo. Carl, and let's see, one more. And Renia. Oh, a woman. Excellent. Hey, Renia. I'm going to bring Renee on. Hang on a second. Uh, Carlos says, how can I connect with Alejandro? I think our startups have synergy. Uh, hey, Alejandro, if you're still here, Carlo wants to connect with you. <laughs> put your, put your uh, LinkedIn or something in the uh, chat room, please. Um, well, this is not a dating service. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Um, uh, okay, we've got a lot of questions here. Let's get some people back on camera, though. I know you guys get tired of me talking. Uh, okay, so we're going to bring... Um, Let's see, Carl, Artem, can you tell me what you want to talk about? And then we'll bring you in as well. Um, where did Renea go? There she is, I think. Yes. Hey, how are you? Hi. Nice to meet you. I'm doing well. well nice to meet you. Yeah. Welcome to the proverbial startup garage. Yes, there you go. Exactly. My question is how? Hold on. Where, huh? where is your startup garage? Where are you? Yes, Oklahoma, Yukon, as a suburb of Oklahoma City. Excellent. All right. Go ahead. 
Yeah. Um, so my question I have is, um, how are valuations determined? Uh, okay. Great. That's a good one. Um, what stage are you talking about? How big is the company? Um, C, uh, initial. Okay. Just what, what, what are they looking at and what do they need? Yeah, mm -hmm. no, that's a great question. Thank you for asking that. That's, that's, a, that's one we didn't get to yet today and needs to be covered. So valuations, there's a lot of different methodologies. There's official methodologies. There are things that work um, top down and there's others that bottom up. By that I mean bottom up, they look at um, what are your revenue projections, you know, what are your costs, calculate those okay. out three or five years, uh, then discount that back at a reasonable interest rate, discounted cash flow calculation, should, you know, you're going to make $10 million in three years, therefore, if you do the math, da, 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 you should be worth $3 million or something, whatever. Um, there are videos yeah. and, and articles about this. The other way is top-down, where people look at, okay, you're in the, uh, I don't know, wheelchair space. You're making wheelchairs. The worldwide market, the total addressable market, this is a phrase you should know, TAM, the total addressable market, is okay. whatever, uh, 1 billion wheelchairs annually. And those, are worth, those cost $100 each. Therefore, the total addressable market dollar size is, whatever, $14 billion. Inside uh -huh. the TAM is a uh, total addressable market there's three of them, TAM, SAM, SOM. SAM is the serviceable addressable market. So that's a subset of the TAM, which says, okay, there may be a billion wheelchairs sold every year, but most of those are in Africa and Europe, and we're really only looking at U.S. So it's not a billion for us. It's only 100 million. Inside the SAM is a SOM, the serviceable obtainable market. So then you say, okay, it's U.S. only, but we're really only going to go after um, who needs wheelchairs, veterans, disabled veterans, uh, because whatever, I'm a veteran and, you know, I have connections and we think there's a good market for us. Um, and our, so our SOM then is this market of whatever it is, a billion dollars a year. So that's the top down, those are nested uh, circles basically. Um, so those are both ways you can do it. There's a bunch of official methods like the Berkus method. Dave Berkus is a famous uh, acquaintance of mine here uh, who does a whole, is a well-known expert on this kind of thing, B-E-R. KUS, Berkus Method, okay. um, and uh, Dave has a blog that you can subscribe to, and I think he's written some books and stuff, but here's the truth. Okay. That's all smoke. Uh, at the seed stage, valuations are really determined by negotiation. They've got to be enough. Okay. It, this is a haggle, like in a bazaar, you know, in the Middle East, you're haggling over a rug or something, right? I mean, this is, this is all it is. It's got to be enough that... Um, you and your team feel excited about the momentum so that your equity looks like it might be worth something. And it's got to be low enough that the person who's putting the money in feels like they're getting a reasonable percentage of the company to own in case it grows. That number yeah. generally ends up between two and four million. The end. Okay. <laughs> that's actually the truth, right? That, that's the truth. It boils down to that. Almost any seed startup if you're talking to professionals anyway, I, like I don't know what your aunt is going to think if you try to talk her into this, right, or your ex-boyfriend. Yeah. But, but if you're talking to professionals, <laughs> any sort of valuation generally is about $3 million. $2 million, $3 million, depends, oh. depends on the startup. Um, if you're doing something that's mm -hmm. capital intensive, like you're building airplanes or, or medical devices that take years and years for approval by the FDA and the clinical trials, mm -hmm. you need a lot more money, then the numbers can be different. Um, okay, I'm talking too much. What, what is your startup about? Maybe I can help you. Yes, but, um, so actually it is a, it's a product and a service, so um, it is fragrance, but it's also providing an on-demand service through software. Ooh. So we, we also we're combining the actual fragrance 
additionally with like an on-demand type service with like what um, HP does with Instant Ink, something to that regard. Oh, interesting. Okay, automatic refill. <laughs> Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, something um, like that, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's not terribly capital intensive, right? You're not building airplanes right. and buildings. Um, right. And um, um, the software side of that and the refillable is recurring revenue. Investors definitely like that. Everybody wants SaaS, software as a service these days. Um, yeah, so right. without knowing anything else, if you picked a number between two and four million, nobody would laugh at you, right? Um, in, inexperienced investors, um, like your uncle or your ex-boyfriend, you know, they might want to go through that with a fine-tooth comb. Uh, and, you know, why, why this? You're compounding this. You know, why do you think this is percentage of growth? And, you know, that's not wrong, but it's kind of BS because nobody freaking knows, right? You just, you're picking a number to get started because if this works out, it's going to go crazy. If it doesn't work out, you're going to go broke and it's all worth nothing. So professional investors will basically listen to the idea, you know, the concept, and they'll really look at you and like, is this the person to do this? Is she the one who can make this a category killer, right? Do we think that she can lead this? And, and like we talked about a minute ago, she may or may not be the tech person also or the marketing person, also, you know, but can she build the team that makes this happen so that my money grows by 10 or 100 times? That's what they're doing, right? They're doing math. They're looking at you and saying, if I give her a dollar, is she going to give me $100 back? And how long is it going to take? So, um, okay, so what, a good point on that, uh, just quickly here, in regard to that, my son is an automations engineer in oil and gas, okay. um, so he, he, he's helping with that, with the renderings and so forth, so he's helped with that, but in, in my regard with the, with the fragrance, I've been like a keynote speaker for Procter & Gamble, and how scent affects purchase decisions in neuroscience, and how the brain, uh, memory, and fragrance, and how those affect how they affect you short term and long term. Cool. Uh, so yeah, so I I can help in that regard. So I'm not a perfumer, uh -huh. but I just really uh, I love the brain. I love to understand why we do what we do. So, Excellent. Yeah, um, I think that those those kind of things can kind of help a little bit, kind of curve the the actual cost to the investor of you know like what they would actually be um, putting in as far as like we we've got skin in the game, you know, yeah. and we've got an ability to be able to. Um, help with cost and what, what they should really, um, what it should cost someone if, they, if they're not familiar with software. I would prefer that they would be, though, you mm -hmm. know, that they mm -hmm. would be very, very well versed in software so that they can know, oh, yeah, no, that's not yeah. what we're going to do. And, you know, right, so right. I think that that would be really important is that they would have knowledge in software for sure. Yeah, and that's because that's the area that would take off if it really, if you right. scale on that side faster than you'd be able right. to scale with the physical products probably. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's exciting. I, I like that you have that background. That's great. That's differentiating, right? That's why you're the one to do this, right? And that's a lot of part of the story. As investors, we talk a lot about the horse or the jockey, and the horse is the company, and the jockey is you, right? So you're the jockey. Sounds right. that's good. That's a good fit. Um, I should also mention for you and for everybody else that um, we keep talking about how to find investors. And thank you for coming on as a, the lone brave female. Usually, I have a lot of females, but um, all all of you should look at things about you that are unique that mean you might get funding. And you, uh, is it Renee? Renee. Renee, okay. Um, Renee is both a woman, obviously, and she lives in Oklahoma, which is not traditionally a startup, you know, mecca, right? And all of you should be looking at yourself to figure out what is it unique about me? You know, I'm African-American. I'm, um, I live in Zimbabwe. I'm eight feet tall. You know, I'm a veteran. I'm disabled. You know, if there's any angle on you that you can leverage, 
um, you should look for people in those areas because more and more there's this thing called impact investing. And impact investing is uh, venture capital speak for trying to put money where it will make a positive difference, a social difference in the world. And many, many cities, like places in Oklahoma perhaps, I don't know, but um, have uh, local development funds or a, a venture capital fund of funds or something that's looking for things to nurture in their local area. So being from an underrepresented uh, software state, <laughs> there might be some um, state, city, or regional money, you know, in Oklahoma. Um, as a woman, also, you might have an advantage, uh, especially as a woman in Oklahoma, you might have an advantage, right? And for everybody listening, this is true for all of you, right? You went to a certain school, you, you're a veteran, like what, whatever it is. Like think about things that um, differentiate you because there really is a movement of people that look like me trying to help more people who don't look like me come in and join us, right? That's why I write these books, right? Um, I, I may not look like I didn't grow up an insider. I've made myself an insider. I came from the outside in my own way. Um, but, but I'm still a white male who went to good schools, right? And that's mm -hmm. a lot of people. Don't, and I live in, a, in the right places, right? So if you're not one mm -hmm. of those things, uh, there are people out there that are trying to help. Um, and uh, yeah. so anyway, that, that might be helpful to you as well. So I wish you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, hope to see you again. Um, we will we'll be back. Excellent. There goes Rene. Okay. So we're at 104 here. So Artem, I'm sorry. It looks like you've been waiting, but um, let's do this quickly. Let's see what Artem has got to share with us. And then we'll wrap up through the chat room. Hello, Artem. You're going to have to. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, uh, my point is, uh, uh, you're, you're coming in and out. Sorry. What about now? Do you hear me now? In and out again. I'm, I'm sorry, Arthur. Um, maybe we can follow up. Let's, let's try again next month. Sorry about that. I saw you fading in and out. Maybe you're in your car or something. Anyway. Best of luck with that. Or put it in the chat room. Maybe some other people can help here. Sorry, just nice to meet you. <laughs> okay. So um, speaking of the chat room, again, everybody, try to help each other out in there. Go ahead and make some connections. Um, I'm very much a community builder, uh, and I thank all you guys for being here, right? Let's go through these uh, chat room things again. Um, here we go. There's me on LinkedIn. Please say hello. And, again, like and thank. We really appreciate your support um, trying to help people. Let's look at um, – Let's see here. That's me, uh, linkedin.com slash in slash Scott Fox author. Let's do, yeah, let's join the email list. Okay, let's wrap up to, we got a bunch of chat things here. Maybe we can hit quickly. Um, okay. Doesn't ideas, but da, da, da. Abhishek, is it a good practice to start with, there it is, look at that. Aren't I clever? Look at that. Click on the button. Amazing software. Good practice to start with solving a subset of a big problem. So get some revenue first and then work on main vision after a few years because the main problem is really huge for a country like India. Abhishek, this is great. I think you uh, messaged us about this before. Actually, anybody that watches this show, I have a, there's a form that you can RSVP and send in the questions beforehand. I can give you better answers if you give me more time to prepare because <laughs> I do a lot of this just off the cuff, right? But I remember seeing Abhishek's one here. Yes, I, this is great because this is something that um, a lot of entrepreneurs fall in a trap. And I did myself. Uh, like I told you, my first startup, I pretty much bankrupted myself. Um, and here it is. You're an entrepreneur. You're optimistic. You want to do things. 
you have a vision. We've talked a little bit about vision today. You have an idea how you're going to change the world. So you are, you, you are wired so that you're looking downfield. You're looking far, right? And you're thinking, when I get there, all these wonderful things are going to happen. And so you're building toward that point. And that is your job. The problem is you've got to show some progress in the meantime, right? You've got to talk to some customers. You've got to prove that there's demand and interest in this product. Ideally, you show some revenue. You've got to show some momentum in recruiting other people who share your vision. Uh, you obviously have to recruit investors who share your vision. Um, all these things are important, and the way to do that is exactly what Abhishek is saying here. Uh, Abhishek is saying, should he solve a subset of a big problem to get some revenue first? Yes, that is it. Exactly. Well done. Yes. Share, solving a problem first, a small problem, shows people all the things they need to know about you, which is that you are a problem solver and that you can actually solve the problem, not just talk about it. As a professional angel investor, I've seen so many pitches that this Tech Coast Angels I'm part of, you know, we see pitches all the time that people are essentially, they're salespeople, right? And they, they're really good. They're slick. They come, you know, our company, bang, 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 you know, they're charming and they make this sound amazing. And then when they leave the room, the investors all go, wow, she was great or he was great, but what do they actually do with the company, right? Does this person actually have the chops or are they just a salesperson? We want to talk to the person that's actually doing it. And that's what, um, getting started with a small piece of the problem shows us that you can do it, you can execute. Because the problem is not vision, it's execution, it's implementation. And um, anyway, I could go on and on about that. It's, a, it's an excellent point, Abhishek. And the point to say it again in case you missed it is solve a real problem, make some money first. That, that clears up so many other questions, right? Otherwise, you're just trying, you're, you're, you're selling as you're backpedaling. Like, yeah, oh yeah, we'll hire the person and yeah, we're going to do that later and we're going to do this later. If you have a million dollars in recurring revenue, the door's open, right? <laughs> so we have, we have 50 Fortune 500 customers. Whoa, right? Anyway, you get the idea. So thank you, Abhishek. That was a good one. All right, who else? Um, Janiel says, how can I find an investor in LA? Um, I think we've talked about that a number of times here, uh, Janiel. Um, AngelList, uh, startupinvestorsdirectory.com, um, uh, Crunchbase. Uh, look, look at the um, successful companies in your space and figure out who already invested there. That was what I would do. Uh, how important is a business plan versus a deck? Um, not important. People don't really look at business plans anymore. Uh, one of the mistakes, again, calling myself out, um, in my first company, I spent uh, a lot of time rewriting the business plan. I wonder if I might even have one. Anyway, it was it was like 50 pages. It was beautiful. <laughs> I wrote it over and over and over again. Like for two years, my job was basically rewriting the business plan because I thought that was going to make a difference. It didn't make a damn bit of difference. I should have been talking to customers uh, and, and generating some revenue. So um, these days, uh, more specifically, to our, our ambitious tech brown girl is um, – is really things are done in a faster way. People want the story quickly. Uh, a pitch deck, five or ten pages, uh, even an executive summary, a page of text, you know, something like that. Just let us know what's going on because most meetings are just, it's, it's, it's like Tinder or something, right? You're just going to take a quick look, swipe right, swipe left, move on, right? We don't need a whole plan anymore. You might need one eventually, but not really. These days, most deals are funded based on a presentation deck, a bunch of meetings, 
Uh, we'll need some financials, um, some projections uh, and details, copies of the contracts that you have uh, with your employees, with suppliers, with customers. Um, we'll need a bunch of pieces, a lot of pieces, um, but a business plan isn't usually really one of those anymore. Okay, hopefully that's helpful for you, right? Um, Panda, what's the best way to find a CTO tech team to help me build a software product for my startup? Well, a good way is to ask here. Um, why don't you tell us what your startup is? Maybe somebody would like to help you. Um, and uh, that's one way. The other way is, um, well, to do some research. Uh, talk to people that have gotten things done, right? It, it's a hard question. Um, a good tech team is really hard to find because the good ones are busy uh, and they don't need your small projects. Um, or they were good for a while, but as they got good, they got hired away. I mean, it's very challenging. Uh, what I do personally, I don't know the scope of your project, but personally, if I have something that needs to be built, I'm not a tech person. I know enough tech to be dangerous, but not enough to actually build it. And honestly, my time's used better elsewhere. My skills are elsewhere. Um, I go to uh, Upwork. Upwork.com is a global talent marketplace, and you can post a job listing uh, and see who responds. Or you can reach out, you can do research and find specifically, find people with the skills that you're looking for and experience in similar projects and approach them um, quietly, privately, and just say, hey, you know, would you be interested in this? And the key there is to give them small projects, like Athena said earlier, trial projects. Don't give them the whole thing. Like, test and see if they're for real, right? Um, I usually hire uh, three or four people and give them all something small. Uh, one never responds again. One kind of responds twice and disappears. One does a shitty job, and one might do it, <laughs> right? And then you work more with them. Um, that's kind of the, the, the technique that's worked for me. I'll bet you there are some software development people and firms here, though. If you'd like to promote yourself in the chat, go ahead, post your links. And um, I think uh, that uh, the panda might like to hear from you. And uh, Vol hey, Volker, my good friend Volker, a uh, uh, part of Tech Coast Angels, has thought I had a good explanation. I don't know which one, Volker. It couldn't have been more than one of them. <laughs> Thank you. Nice to see you. Um, and uh, he's actually the uh, vice president of Tech Coast Angels, so that's an important guy here. There really are investors watching this, too. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Mookie, what's your good source of information for a tech-focused entrepreneur to learn about the process of raising funds? Um, well, the show, <laughs> that's what we do. I uh, do this all the time. My next book, which will be all about that, but that's not going to help you today. But uh, I would keep watching this. Honestly, the best resource I know, and I'm obviously biased, go watch the previous sessions of this show. Seriously. Uh, I've been doing this a year or two years now. I mean, there's a bunch of these on YouTube. They're an hour or so each. Sit down and watch them. It's a, it's a, I'm not the smartest or um, most experienced guy in the world, but I know a fair bit. And, and the questions people ask, I mean, there's, there's some real knowledge in there. So uh, go watch those if that's helpful. This is also available as a podcast. You can listen to it just audio if that's helpful. Um, and um, that's the one I'm in favor of because that's what I do. That's why I do this. But um, there are a lot of resources out there. Uh, uh, trying to think of which blogs are at the entry level these days. I don't know. You guys know. Actually, I'm going to crowdsource this. Everybody put this in the chat. What do you recommend to Mookie? Where should he or she be looking? You're probably more current on the early stage stuff than I am. Um, Let's see, any resources I recommend in general? I, we've covered a bunch of those, LinkedIn user. Nice to be here. Uh, Volker says jockey and horse. Yeah, well, that's right. That's, that's my friend Volker from the, uh, he's voting for both the jockey and horse, Renee. Uh, that was directed to you, I guess. Um, we need both. That's right, the jockey and the horse, meaning both the founder and the founding team and the idea. 
both important stuff. Uh, proven that pleasant smell learning time. Okay, that's a comment on Renee. Good. Um, and KW is sold uh, on something. Excellent. I'm glad for that. Can I drop the link of my website? Uh, it's scottfox.com. I, I'm not typing very well right now, but it's just like it says. Actually, you know what? Doesn't, let's put my name up, and you'll just do this. Uh, it's pretty straightforward, but if you're not a native English speaker, maybe I'm talking too fast. There we go. Scott Fox, just like that. See, scottfox.com. Um, let's see. All right, we're getting near the end here, guys. Thanks for everybody sticking with me. Uh, I'm a tech person. Let's connect. Okay, yeah, you guys are connecting. LOLs, yes. Okay, good. Um, uh, thank you, Qualo. Tech support. There you go. Abhishek's offering to help. Thank you, Abhishek. That's nice. Uh, and uh, glad that was helpful to you. Okay. All right. So let's see if I need to say anything else. So if you're interested in startup investors, directory.com, you can use the code FRIENDSBETA100, FRIENDSBETA100, and that's for the bronze level. It won't work on the other levels, the bronze level, okay? Um, try it out, but please fill out the survey. That's, I'm trying to get some beta testers here as we build that out. Um, let's see. This is, uh, I did that. I did that. Finding the numbers again. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm just checking my notes. Yeah, okay. I think we're kind of good there. Um, yeah, so if you had a good time, please like and share. And whenever you see us posting, please like and share it. You know, it, those algorithms, that's all they care about, right? We can like our own stuff, but it doesn't make a difference. Uh, a couple likes from you guys. I want to give a shout out. I don't know if Athena's still watching, but she is uh, one of our best likers and commenters. And every time it helps Athena, so thank you. And um, anybody else, if you can um, keep uh, liking and sharing and, um, and uh, inviting your friends. Uh, happy to help them too. Uh, I do this because I believe in you. I don't know you, uh, most of you anyway, but um, it's you, man. Who else is going to do this, right? The world's a mess. It's got to be us. If we don't do it, who's going to? Um, entrepreneurship is the best path forward in pretty much every avenue uh, of human progress, and um, I'm here to help you um, learn how to fund it and make your dream become a reality. So I hope this is helpful. I appreciate you being here. And uh, please invite your friends. We'll be back on the last Tuesday of October, whatever that is. Uh, the fourth Tuesday, actually, not the last Tuesday. Sometimes there's five, but the fourth Tuesday of October. Okay, so thanks for being here. I'm Scott Fox. Thanks for listening to Startup Fundraising Office Hours, brought to you by the Startup Council.